welcome to the second season of Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's everyone doing today? It feels so good to say that for the first time in a long time, home of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. That is right, folks. We are back to daily shows since the National Hockey League begins in less than 10 days, nine days away. That is Paul Korea number of days left. <laughs> yeah, I went there. Paul Korea days. Don't forget, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts can be found. Make sure to rate, comment, and subscribe if you have not already. Okay, let's get right into things. The World Juniors are still going on, and Ducks fans are excited about training camp. Granted, there's a lot of excitement about some of the new guys coming in, a lot of the old guys returning, including Derek Grant. But the biggest source of excitement for Ducks fans is obviously the World Junior Championships taking place in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Because the Ducks have five, count them, five prospects that are still in it and could be facing each other on Wednesday, or Tuesday rather, not Wednesday. Haha. <laughs> Monday, that is today, are the two semifinal games and the two final games will be on Tuesday. So before we get into a preview of today's matches, let's go over what happened over the weekend, specifically on Saturday. Four quarterfinal matches took place, and we'll start with the early game, which was Russia versus Germany. Uh, not a whole lot. Actually, this first segment will be very short because this will be a kind of shorter show. That way you guys can be somewhat more prepared for the upcoming games. First game, Russia versus Germany. This was expected to be a blowout, and it wasn't. Russia came off of some strong play. Russia also beat the U.S., and Germany got slaughtered early in group play. They lost 16-2 to Canada. So you got to think, Russia coming off of some strong play. Germany still looking tired. They don't have all their players still. So you got to think, between these two teams, Russia should win by about four goals. And in fact, on betonline.ag, Russia was the heavy, heavy favorites. And if you took the under on that... And if you took Germany's plus three and a half, four goals, you would have won. I didn't expect this at all. Yaroslav Oskarov did a very good job in goal, but so did Florian Bugel. In fact, it was a two to one final score. Two to one, Russia won. They jumped off to an early two nothing lead, but then Eliash got a goal for Germany late in the game. It looked like Germany might actually come back and win this, and they didn't. But I have to give a lot of credit to that German team. Tim Stutzla did a good job captaining that team and trying to bring Germany all the way back. They did not make it all the way back. But I give him credit for only allowing two goals from that very strong Russian team coached by the professor Igor Larionov. So now with Russia moving on, we go to the second game. This was probably the best game of the night. As far as just loving hockey and loving good gameplay. This was the best game of the night. Finland versus Sweden. They are neighbors up in Scandinavia. They've always been massive hockey rivals. When you talk about hockey rivalries as far as worldwide, USA versus Canada is up there. USA versus Russia is up there. 
But then also on that list, Finland versus Sweden. These are two powerhouse teams that have had great international play in the past. And you got to look no further than their goaltending, I thought was brilliant. Uh, Kerry Pirolainen and Hugo Annefeldt. They did such a good job. And honestly, I thought Sweden was going to win this game. I had picked Sweden, but I also said on the last on the last podcast, I did say it would be a one goal game. It was very tough for me to decide who was going to win, and I ultimately went with Sweden because they had played better opponents. Well, it looked like that early on. Lucas Raymond had an early goal, and so did Elmer Soderblom. That made it two nothing early on for the Swedes. And just based on that first period, I kind of had the feeling Sweden was going to pull away. And for a while, it really looked like it because they were out shooting the Finns. They were out playing them. They were out muscling them. It looked like it was going to be Sweden by a lot. But then something happened. What I noticed during this game is Sweden kind of made some careless mistakes. Finland took advantage of those careless mistakes. And how so? Well, Finland scored a one goal early in the second period, making it 2-1. to one. But it still didn't feel like Finland was back in it because Sweden was still out shooting the Finns at the time. They were still outplaying them at the time. Um, I talked about uh, Ducks prospects. Albin Sundqvist, he played for Sweden. He looked fine. He looked okay during the first two periods of that game. But then the third period... Oh boy, I don't know what happened with Sweden. Finland played like a team possessed in that third period. And you could tell the rivalry was heated at that point. Uh, On a power play, Anton Lundell got the game-tying goal. And it was a dramatic moment at the time to tie the game up two goals apiece. But then towards the very end of the third period, I thought this was going to go to overtime. But with 25 seconds left, Ronnie Hirvonen, or rather, Hero, ah, see, the Hero Hirvonen scored the game winning goal with 25 seconds left. The entire Finland bench went absolutely nuts. I have to give these Finnish kids a lot of credit. They played very, very strong on the last part of the game. And Sweden's a good team. Finland played a very disciplined game late on. They ended up winning the game 3-2 and overtook the Swedes, and they moved on to the semifinals. Who will they face? I'll tell you after the intermission, but let's talk about betonline.ag, which is the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And if you guys go on betonline.ag right now, They actually do have lines for these two games. And I'll just go over what they say really quick before going to my official preview. On the website, it shows that Russia and Canada, Canada is a one and a half goal favorite. And between Finland and the United States, the U.S. is also a one and a half point favorite. So I'll talk more about those lines later on on my preview. But once again, go to betonline.ag. And use promo code Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus. Once again, that's betonline.ag, the exclusive sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. 
coming up after the intermission. We're going to talk about the other two semifinal or quarterfinal games, and we'll preview the semifinals. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we're going to talk about the other two quarterfinal matches that took place on Saturday. Both of those games were really good. Let's start with the the one that was the primetime game, if you're a Canadian. Yeah, I'm of course talking about Canada's big, big win. Yeah, it wasn't a big win. It could have been bigger, but they played a good game. They had a solid game. I thought Canada... Okay, they looked good. They looked very, very good against the Czechs. Czech Republic has had a good tournament so far. Until they met up with Canada and got shut out. Devin Levi got the shutout. It was a 3-0 game for the Canadians. Jamie Drysdale looked really good in this game. And I'm going to just give a couple thoughts about the game. Then I'll talk about Jamie Drysdale for a hot minute. Uh, Canada just dominated the Czechs for most of the game. They were at one point doubling up on shots. The Czech Republic did come back later on when Canada had a couple of bad penalties later on. Then Canada just kind of stopped playing for a little bit. There were times where they were like, okay, we got a good lead. I think we can relax a little bit. The Czechs played with a lot more desperation. And Levi was just standing on top of his head on that game. So good on him. But it was really just the Canadian defense. I thought they had a great, great game. Once again, 3 nothing final score. So as far as Jamie Drysdale, I put that he had his footprint over the entire game, which he did. His skating ability is well above average on the blue line. He plays very good in the neutral zone as far as exiting and entry. His puck awareness is very good. And what I said is still true, and this could be why Canada could win it all. His puck awareness is superior compared to just about everyone in the tournament. That includes all the Americans. And really, it was all about defense. Uh, Levi was good in goaltending. Bowen Byram and Jamie Drysdale might be the best defensive pairing in the entire tournament. I'm going to say this. I think the pairing of Byram and Drysdale are better than the pairing of Jake Sandstrom and pretty much anybody. Even Henry Thrun. Yeah, they're better defensemen than those guys. And I like Henry Thrun. And I like Sanderson. But Byram and Drysdale are that much better. So give credit where credit is due. 3 nothing. This was a defensive battle all the way through. Then we got to the nightcap, which was the United States versus Slovakia. And, oh, guess what? Trevor Zegras is doing Zegras things once again right at the start. And, by the way, just want to give a quick shout-out to the refs here. I will talk more about the refs maybe tomorrow or Wednesday. But, man, the refs' hot mics are a thing of beauty. I hope to see more of that. As far as how the game went, well, the U.S. took some pretty bad penalties early on in the game. They were on the PK, not once, but twice. But they are still perfect on the PK. Well, they were anyway. Until later on in the game. We'll get to that later. In that first period, it was an arty party. Kaliev got the first goal of the game. And oh, stop me if you've heard this. Zegris got an assist. 
Okay, great, great. So Zegris got a point, secondary assist. That's all good. And the way Arthur Kaliev put it in, he just sniped it, went down on one knee, was right on the faceoff dot, had a good goal. Great. So we have kings and ducks playing together. Cats and dogs together. Oh my gosh. Stop me if you've heard that before. Kings and ducks playing together. <sighs> good for them. Then we also have, oh wait, more penalties. But they killed more penalties again. And even later on in the game, Simon Latkozy, he kept Slovakia in that game because the United States were out shooting them by about a 20 to maybe 6 or 7 margin at that point. Yeah, the U.S. was peppering the hell out of that guy. So I gave him credit. He made some big saves. It could have easily been 7-2, to 8-2. to Easily. Then there was a lucky pinball goal off of like two guys. Faranashi got credited with the goal. And there was just a weird pinballing action. But it was 2-0 USA later on in the second period. And I did like that little meme that I put about, it's like cozy, ridiculous. Kind of like where he says, it's a walrus, ridiculous. And late, late in the second period, oh, guess what? Zegris had a filthy apple, giving it to Cole Caulfield, the Habs prospect. That made it 3-0 on the USA power play. So really, the power play is working good for the U.S. and not so much for the Czech Republic. The Czech Republic had multiple power plays, didn't convert in any of them. And the U.S. now has two power play goals, and Zegris had apples on both of them. But then, late in the second, the USA just got lazy. Kaslik got a goal, making it 3-1. Then guess what? Another penalty for the States, except this time, Soka converted on the power play and for the first time all tournament the team usa allowed a power play goal and it was a one goal game all of a sudden so then the u.s decided to wake up again and bobby brink worked super hard to generate a goal for farnacci to make it four to two then beignets got an absolute sniper on the empty net making the final score five to two Team USA wins over Slovakia. So we have Canada moving on. Team USA moving on. Finland moving on. And Russia moving on. So I will tell you about a preview of today's games after the intermission. But let's talk about everybody's favorite protein bar, Built Bar. That is right. They are back and better than ever. Re-engineered with a new and fantastic formula. That has 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, packed with 17 grams of protein, and they include such fantastic flavors as double chocolate, cherry barcia, orange, among others, and they also have some white chocolate flavors out there that come out once in a while, so definitely keep your eyes on the Built Bar Twitter. And go to BuiltBar.com right now and enter promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off your next order. Trust me, these protein bars taste fantastic. They taste like a candy bar. They're made with 100% real chocolate. So once again, go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get 20% off your next order. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the land. After the second intermission, we're going to preview today's action. Stay locked in. 
Welcome back to Locked on Anaheim Ducks, brought to you by Built Bar. And this is the season premiere, the second season premiere of this very podcast. And you're going to be tuned in every day. We're going to be back to daily podcasts once again. The Ducks start in nine days, folks. It's going to come fast and it's going to come furious. And there's going to be games left and right. So definitely make sure to subscribe to this podcast. Just a preview of what's going to come up on the next couple shows. Tomorrow, Tuesday, we're going to talk about the semifinals and preview the gold medal and bronze medal game. And then Wednesday, we're going to have our final podcast about the World Junior Championships as a gold medalist, a silver medalist, and a bronze medalist will be awarded. So once again, Tuesday will be a semifinal review and a finals preview. And then on Wednesday, we'll wrap the whole thing up in a neat little bow. And we'll see who comes out victorious. If you recall last month, I did predict that Team USA would make the gold medal game. I also made the very bold prediction against Sarah Avampado, where Sarah said that Team Canada was going to win gold. And just to be different, I said, no, you know what? Team USA could win the gold. I might stick by that. Because USA could have easily won that game 7-2 or 8-2, but they didn't because there was some hot goaltending on the other end. As far as today's matches, we have two fantastic games, and at this point, all four teams are good, so it almost doesn't matter. But the early game, this is going to be a 3 o'clock Pacific start. Canada versus Russia. Russia has a very, very good squad, but Canada is super stacked. They are probably the best team in this tournament, Russia came off of a somewhat disappointing game. They only beat Germany 2-1 and frankly could have beaten them more. So if you're Russia, Igor Larionov is probably thinking you guys should have been on the gas pedal the entire game. They will probably come out firing guns a-blazing early on, but Canada has an immense talent pool. I think Canada wins this game. And just to give some lines on betonline.ag, Canada is one and a half goal favorites. If you take a Canada in this game, they have a minus 195 money line. Russia has a plus 335, but Canada looks really too good. As far as the over-under, the over-under is five goals. If I were you... I might take the over on this. The over is a minus 129, but I think they're going to get more than five goals. Canada is going to come off firing, but so is Russia. Russia only scored two goals last game. They're going to come out firing. They're probably going to get two quick goals early on, and then Canada will turn it on. I expect the over on that one. As far as Finland versus the United States, Trevor Zegras is only four points away from breaking the marks for all-time points as far as Americans go. They have two games left. USA will probably win this game, but then they also have the gold medal or even the bronze medal game. So Zegers is guaranteed two more games. I think Trevor Zegers will break the points record for the United States. That is my prediction, and I wish there was a line to bet on that, but there isn't because I think it's almost certain. As far as the lines go, USA are one and a half goal favorites. The over-under is five and a half goals on this one. 
I would take the over on that, even though it is not likely as far as the website goes. If you want to make a smart bet on betonline.ag, take the over on this one. Over five and a half goals is plus 109. I think it's going to end up being a 6-3 or 6-4 game because don't count out the Finns. They are very strong, have a very good lineup. I really like their goaltender, uh, Kerry Pirainen. He's very good. But, man, I got to give credit to Henry Nikonen. I think he's been very good in this tournament. I really like... Oh, gosh. All the players on Finland, I think, are very good. He's good. Then you also have... Um, oh, gosh. I'm blanking on the name all of a sudden. Oh, Ronnie Hirvonen, the hero from the last game. He is the real deal. He is such a goal creator that he could give some trouble to the States. But then you look at that line of Zegris, Kaliev. Oh, man. The U.S. is just way too good, way too powerful. I see USA winning that one, which would set up a U.S. versus Canada gold medal game that would take place on Tuesday. So that's my prediction. USA and Canada will win both games. That's what I have. And with that, we're going to wrap up today's show in a neat little bow. Make sure to tune into both those games. They will be on NHL Network. The first game, Canada versus Russia. That's a 3 o'clock start. Then you have Finland versus the USA. That is a 6.30 p.m. Pacific start. Both games are on NHL Network. Definitely check it out if you have NHL Network. And thanks once again for tuning into this podcast. Don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD. Follow this show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. And thanks once again for tuning in. And don't forget to tune in to Locked on NHL and Locked on Bets because I talked about betonline.ag. Check out the new betting podcast. These guys are on fire as far as betting prospects go. And I just gave you one too. Take the over on USA versus Finland and Watch that happen, and then I'll come back tomorrow and say, yeah, should have made that bet. Told you so. So once again, make sure you listen to Locked on Bets, Locked on NHL. And also hear some of the other Locked on podcasts as far as the NHL network goes. Locked on Canadians, you have Scott Matla and Laura Saba. And I do want to give a couple of special shout-outs really quick. Uh, Shout-out to Sean Woodley, our channel coordinator. He's putting together a preview show for this coming season, so check that out. Uh, Also to my favorite frenemy, Sarah Avampato, for keeping me sane the past 10 months. Sarah, I thank you so much for keeping me sane. By the time Ducks hockey begins again, it will be 10 months. I can't believe we got through it. And also a special shout out to Justin Morissette, the host of Locked on Canucks. He is back with a daily Canucks show. If you guys didn't hear... He had an incident where he had his leg broken in a million places. Uh, He's still recovering, but he is back. He is hosting Locked on Canucks. So make sure to check that out as well. Got to give a shout out to my colleagues there. And thank you all once again for Locked on Anaheim Ducks. I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez reminding you to please stay safe out there. Wear a mask, be kind to one another, and ducks fly together. Or rather, 
baby ducks fly together. Have a good one, everyone, and enjoy the World Juniors.